Hello there, I'm Dr. Hacky Reitman, and you're listening to Exploring Different Brains. Hi, welcome to another episode of Exploring Different Brains. I'm Dr. Hacky Reitman, and today, all the way from up in Canada, we have Tarita Davenock, who's got a very interesting uh, travel agency because it's travel for all. And uh, we're going to get into that right now because she formed a travel company so everybody could travel because Tarita is all-inclusive. Welcome, Tarita. How are you? Thank you. I'm doing well. Thank you. Well, introduce yourself to our audience. I am Tarita Davenant. I'm an accessible travel specialist, and I basically help people with varied abilities to see the world. Individual and visible disabilities. And how did you uh, how did you get into all this? Well, it, it's kind of serendipitous, actually. Uh, my background was a social worker, so that's what I was doing for many many years. And then at 29, I was diagnosed with MS. So multiple sclerosis sort of threw this curveball my way, and I had to rethink about okay, now what I've been going to do with myself. I was in in child protection, so I was on the road all of the time, and I worked with families that had children that had autism, Tourette's, Down syndrome, all of the developmental disabilities. So I've traveled the world. I've always loved traveling. So I thought maybe travel might be something that I move into, and my neurologist said, find something less stressful, which is kind of funny, because life is stressful, especially when you're raising two teenagers. So if I could survive that, I could survive anything. Wow. So... You started a travel agency. It was originally called Tarita's Travel Connections? It was originally called Tarita's Travel Connections, and I rebranded my name to Travel for All, uh, which coincides with a project that I'm working on with the Lonely Planet. Tell us about the Lonely Planet. The Lonely Planet, it, it's, of course, the Lonely Planet is anytime anyone's thinking about traveling, they go and buy one of the Lonely Planet's guidebooks, which tell them all about this destination. But their accessible travel manager, how that position actually formed was my, my partner in crime. He's been with the Lonely Planet for many, many years, and he's an avid bike rider. So on a route to work one day, he was hit by a car and became quadriplegic. Okay. So when he when he went back to the Lonely Planet and he asked them, what do we have for people that have, you know, various barriers that affect how they travel, they had nothing. So he began the Travel for All project. And so he and I connected and we decided that there needs to be a format for people who are either seniors or people with disabilities, whatever it may be, to be able to learn about the world and what's accessible about it. And, and so that's what we're working on is the, it's a TV project. And so you have a big welcoming tent for everybody with any kind of disability, not just intellectually, yeah, not yeah, just- Absolutely. My, my company's mantra is that travel should be inclusive, not exclusive. I like that, that's, that's great. Um, how have you been received by the travel industry? The travel industry is, in all honesty, a little bit slow 
to move on this demographic. I mean, there's 1.6 billion people in this world that are disabled. And the travel industry is very much, um, they're centered around, in, they'll offer accessible, um, you know, they'll have rooms that are for people in wheelchairs, et cetera, et cetera, which is fantastic, but that's all they do. And they don't, um, they don't quite yet see that this is a demographic that is growing. It's not declining, it's inclining. So that's what part of my job is as well as I, I'm out there being an advocate and sort of yelling atop a soapbox that this is something that they need to start paying attention to so that uh, they can offer something for everyone. Well, that's great. You know, I was mentioning you, I was having breakfast with a friend of mine, uh, Bill Baumgartner, and he's uh, he used to be uh, one of the uh, the admiral who was running the whole eastern seaboard or southern fleet, whatever they call it, with the Coast Guard, and now he's the vice president at Royal Caribbean Cruise Lines. And I was talking about that, and he was telling me uh, Royal Caribbean now has some, you know, specific uh, different cruises. For various things. I think one of them is autism. I don't know a whole lot about it. Yeah, autism at sea. Rokerman actually is one of the cruise lines that I would say has really stepped out front to uh, accommodate people with disabilities and, and children with autism, Tourette's, Down syndrome. And it's kind of funny how autism at sea began was by a fellow who's in Florida, I believe, who is a Miami Dolphins fan. Dan, Dan Marino was his favorite. So Dan Marino's son has autism. So Dan Marino began um, a foundation. So this fellow, his name is Mike, and Mike began autism at sea. So he then reached out to Royal Caribbean, who said, hey, this is this is a great idea. So they've now, I think they're at a silver level as far as being certified for being autism friendly. So they've got great, great products for families that want to to travel, take cruise with their child um, and, and have their child included and not be where they have to sit in a movie theater and, and not move. But it doesn't work for kids that have autism. I mean, they need to be able to walk around the room, do whatever it is that they like and glance at the, the TV screen, the video screen for a minute, go back to doing what they're doing. So they're very, very aware of this. So it's fantastic. I. I they use them all the time and they do have uh, some great programs for people as well that are disabled as far as uh, in a wheel they're in a wheelchair they do have they're one of the only cruise lines that has a lift in their swimming swimming pool so it's fantastic because if you're if you're wanting to swim you can be lifted from your wheelchair into the pool and vice versa uh, so that that's great because not all of the cruise lines have that so I, I, I do like Real Caribbean quite a bit. I use them a lot. How do people uh, who want to book travel, how do they book it through you? Where, where do they go? I have a toll-free number, and they call me, and we talk about, they call, and one of my team will answer, and we will look after exactly what they need. Um, because every every person that has a disability has a different need, especially when you look at children that have autism. Some are, have real sensory issues where they've never touched sand before. So you need to get them prepared if they're going to a sandy destination to what the feeling of sand is before they actually travel. It's no good them arriving in uh, Jamaica to this beautiful destination and they have a sensory overload because they've never ever felt sand before. Wow. So 
Now, can you give us uh, give us the phone number that they call? The, my toll free number is one eight 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 nine nine three nine two nine five. You know, if we want to catch more of you, also now, tell us about your radio show. My radio show is called Travel for All, and it airs the first and third Wednesday of the month. And it's a global radio show. So on that show, I have travel providers. Last week, I actually had um, a gal, and she stepped in from Cancun, from Mexico. And her company is called Cancun Accessible. So what she does is she'll take people that are in wheelchairs to visit different places in Cancun, visit Tulum and Chichen Itza, all these places that uh, are, you know, where you can go and visit in your wheelchair. So she has accessible van, everything all set up to help people. So I had her on, I've had, I've had some amazing people come on. I'm also going to be having John Sage, who owns Sage Traveling. And John is very, very well known. He's a Europe Europe specialist, and he's the accessible travel provider as well. So great, great guests. And I'm also going to be moving into a TV platform. Um, and that's, that's really exciting. Well, the company in Canada is called the Disability Channel. And the Disability Channel supports uh, people with disabilities to to show what it is that they're all about so it's fantastic we have uh we have a child on there who is autistic and he has his own show we have uh, brain injury we have alzheimer's we have all kinds of different shows on that so they've asked me to actually also do a travel show which is about accessible destinations so that's going to be launching probably in may is what uh, what we're aiming for now, Tarita, you have a background in, in social work. I do. I do. My, my background is I went to university and spent all that money to uh, learn, became a cognitive psychologist. I have a degree in behavioral and cognitive psychology and in English. So that was what I was going to do. And I, I loved working with families that had children that had special needs and it was varied and every child was so different and so unique and I would be the one that would be helping them with behavioral issues. Uh, we would put together plans of how they could actually um, accommodate their child and how they could you know put together things that work for the family. So I loved doing it and then when MS sort of threw me that curveball um, I was told find something less stressful so after three four years I needed to I needed to think what I wanted to be when I grew up. So I found something that I've always loved, which is travel. Well, you know, you, you bring up a very interesting thing that I'm always lecturing the, the kids who got to hear, you know, the kids at the Boys and Girls Club, right, and the interns right. here in, in our office here in Fort Lauderdale, is that try to pick out something that you have a passion for and figure out how to make a living at it, and you never have to work a day in your life. And... That's I've right. been real lucky as a physician, as a surgeon, and doing what we're doing now with different brains. And, uh, and it certainly sounds like you have. And also, your pathway included your own special neurological wiring with MS. Tell us what that was like and MS, yeah. how that evolved. You know, MS is such an individual disease. It's, it's, every, all of us that have multiple sclerosis have some things in common, but we're also very, very different. Now, I have what they, they like to call the nice type of MS, so nice being, yeah, 
you know, where it's, uh, it's called relapsing remitting. And I've had MS now for about 20 years, and I'm thankful I can still, I can still walk. Not well, however, but I, when I travel, I take my wheelchair with me. And for sensory, I have a lot of sensory issues where I can't do tactile things, like put in earrings or do up buttons, and, and I have lots of sensation pretty much from my whole body. So I can go and have my legs waxed and not feel anything. So I guess that could be considered a perk. But that's, that's really what affects me. It affects my my. Uh, stamina affects my fatigue level it really is um it's a strange strange disease that they are still working on trying to figure out exactly what causes ms is it something that is our surroundings is it something we're eating is it something we are ingesting we, you know, they don't know so hopefully one day we'll get a little bit closer to finding out exactly what causes Well, in MS. your case, part of the cause must have been that God wanted somebody to do travel for all so everyone could travel. You know, I, I agree. I think that we're all given something in life that we have to figure out what exactly do we do with this. So I, I think I believe in the same thing. I'm, I'm a person of faith, and I, I believe that you're given what you what you can handle, what you can take, and you've got to take that and decide what to do with it to create a change in the world so that when you leave this planet, you will have left behind something positive. So I completely agree with you, Happy, that uh, this, I think, is my calling. It's my, it's not social work, but it is social work. It yeah, definitely is social work because, you know, yeah. one of my mentors, Bernie Carsonell, is always saying, uh, you know, what are you trying to accomplish? And you see, what do you try to accomplish with social work? What do you try to accomplish as a physician? Well, look at all you're accomplishing with travel for all. I mean, right. you open up doors all over, literally all over the world for that's people right. to whom these doors would be closed. And that's a, that's a, a great, great thing. You know, my mother, when she used to be pumping gas at our gas station in Jersey City, she used to say you got a moral obligation to work up to your full potential with the gifts that God gave you to help yourself, to help your family, to help others less fortunate, and to have a good time doing it. And it's that last part that gets lost a lot of time. You know, you obviously love what you're doing. You're overcoming whatever obstacles uh, got thrown in your way. And you're making it possible for people to overcome what obstacles they have to go travel. Hey, I want to go okay. traveling. I'm going to call Tarita. I'm going to call Travel for All. What was that phone number again? It's 1-888-993-9295. That's, that's great stuff. Now, tell us about uh, a little bit more, if you could, because I'm a bit ignorant, and I apologize for that, about the Lonely Planet, which is an online community of over 6 million travelers. You know? The Lonely Planet is an iconic name in, with, with travel. And they are a, essentially, when they first started, used to be owned by BBC. And they put together guidebooks so that whenever people wanted to visit whatever areas in the world, they would go and purchase a guidebook and would tell them all the ins and outs of that destination. So they are the go-to place when you're planning holidays. But 
they weren't really the go-to place when you're planning a holiday and you're in a wheelchair or you're blind or you're deaf or you have a child that has autism or you have a child that has a Down syndrome or cerebral palsy or whatever the case may be. So this Travel for All is really opening up, I think, something that is is so necessary. So if, if the Lonely Planet sees that this is worthwhile investigating and investing time in, uh, that tells you really that this demographic's not going anywhere. So the Lonely Planet, we are working on, uh, we have destinations around the world that are, are wanting us to come there and record a show. Uh, and it's being completely funded by the tourism body itself. So, for instance, we have um, South Africa, we have the Caribbean, we have Germany, we have all these places in the world that have said, yes, we, we completely support what you're doing, and we'd love you to come and actually do a show here. So, in order for us to actually, I think, create a change, like we want to create a global change, it cannot be on the backs of families that have a little, you know, an accessible travel agency. It's got to be coming right from the horse's mouth, if you say, which is the tourism money. So that's what the Lonely Planet Initiative is, is all about. Now repeat that last part again. I want to say it clearly because this really resonated with me. Say that last part again. The, the Lonely Planet, the initiative is the Travel for All is fully supported in-country expenses where we can go, go and actually record a show about that destination. So, for instance, Machu Picchu is, I don't know if you've ever been to Peru, but it's a beautiful spot. But it's not one that I ever thought I would ever get to visit again because it is completely on a mountain. Um, but there's a company that is very much interested and actually organizes accessible trips. So the government themselves, the Peruvian government, is who we reach out to to say, look, this is what we're doing. The Lonely Planet, being as large as they are, are supporting this, and you will be on their YouTube channel, which has millions of subscribers. The Accessible Travel Manager will write an article. You'll also be on a TV format so that um, you'll be able to showcase what you're doing. And so that's really what it's all about is to show the world to everyone who wants to be able to learn about it. So well, that's it, great. it's really quite fascinating and it, it's fantastic. It's a game changer. So I really feel it's a game changer. Well, that's great. You know, uh, I like your, uh, your nickname there on LinkedIn, you know, Pitbull. Yeah, it's funny. That's the nickname that I've been given is Pitbull. Uh, the reason is is because I've, I've, I've formed charitable partnerships with MS Canada, Spanish Court Injury, Easter Seals, and what it's all about is, is supporting those programs that are so necessary for people with disabilities. And so what we're doing is anytime someone arranges a vacation with us or books a vacation, we will give part proceeds back to the foundation. So it, it really is, an, and the reason that they call me the pit bull is because I reach out and I email and I'll bug you and I'll hound you until we get you to come on board and become a partner with us so that we can uh, make a change. You That's don't fool point. me. I know you. You'll get your way because you're fighting a good fight. And, That's right. uh, you know, it's like I say in uh, uh, 
and aspiratools that the uh, the moms especially and I call them you angels with a pit bull mentality. That's, that's exactly right. That's what you are. You're an angel yeah. with a pit bull mentality. Oh, I like that. I like that, Hacky. I'm yeah. gonna keep that well, one. Uh, you know, well, I like everything you're doing. So you've you've seen every kind of person there is, haven't you, Sharita? I have. I have absolutely. And every the one thing that um, all of us with a disability seem to have in common is we all do have pit bull mentality. I, I really think we do. Where And that includes children, where this is who I am, this is who, this is my story, this is my life, but nothing is different. I, I have MS, it does not have me. That's the difference, where I live with the disease, but it doesn't, um, it doesn't, stop me from dreaming from wanting to do all of the things in life that everyone wants to do and it's the same thing with the child we're, we're very very adaptable and that's that's the human spirit i think is is what carries all of us how can people tune in on your radio show they can tune in you can go to um the bold radio network is the name of it bold b-o-l-d and you find my name i'm one of the hosts and it'll tell you exactly how to tune in, and uh, I'd love everyone to want to uh, tune in and listen to what uh, to what's happening in the world as far as accessible travel. And it's not always just travel suppliers that I want to have on board. I, I've had people come on board that have traveled the world in a wheelchair, by wheelchair, not really knowing a lot of where, about where they were going, but they just said, no, this is what I'm going to do. And they went and impacted them, the the their lives by just deciding to take the uh, the initiative to just go for it. And, and so I have all kinds of interesting people on who really are making, they're change makers. Tarita, can you tell me and tell our audience about the Assist Me app? The Assist Me app is, it's actually, it's really quite brilliant. The Assist Me app is um, comes out of the UK, and I was born in, in England, so I actually have some uh, some love for that part of the world. So one of my my comrades in arms, he created this app. He himself is or dis is disabled, and the one thing that there's so many apps out there, and that will tell you all about the accessible restaurants and hotels and all these kinds of things, which is fantastic but there wasn't anything to actually help you. So if you were going shopping, if you're going through to the airport, or you were traveling, or whatever it is that you were doing, this app has the ability to basically be your voice. So you use the app and it will let the coffee shop know ahead of time that you're arriving. You'll let the hotel know so that there's somebody there to help you when you arrive. And that's really, really key because it's great to know that you can actually go into that destination or that hotel or resort or restaurant but the thing is is that when you get there you're going to need some help and this is is a perfect way to be able to um, let them know you're coming ahead of time and they'll know about your requests your needs and all of those kinds of great things so that's what assist me is all about and it is in the uk at the moment and uh, i'd like to see it come global i'd like to see it as something that um is being used around the world how do you spell that assist me so a-s-s-i-s-t 
am I? That's just me. It's one word or two words, or one is there word. a dash? Or? Yeah, one word. Okay. Well, Tarita, if you had to tell people, just give a, if you had to tell somebody with any kind of disability, whether it be intellectual, physical, and I know a lot of people object to the word disability. We can say challenge. We can say uniquely yeah. gifted. We can say whatever, however we want Lots to put it. Lots of different terminology. Yeah. yeah. But to all of us different people, okay, what's the one thing you would tell them? I think I, I take the famous quote about the world can be your oyster. And I think that that resonates with me because it's it's so true that the world can still be your oyster. Whatever it is that you've dreamed about doing or visiting or whether it be to even do something like take your family to Disneyland or it doesn't have to be where you go across the world to some exotic destination. It can be something like planning a weekend trip with your family. It, it It's doable. And the, the thing is that you need to have the, the knowledge makers. So I, I'm, and I'm quite happy if somebody wants to know just some information. They don't necessarily want to, to book something right away, but they want some information or some help or, you know, what are my thoughts on doing this? Or what are some great tips to be able to do different kinds of things? I'm, I really, really, my, hope is that people will put aside the fear because that's really the biggest thing regardless of it, if you're a child or an adult or whether you are blind or deaf or have autism or you're in a wheelchair with spinal cord injury or you have ms or whatever it is there's always fear there's apprehension when when planning or thinking about traveling and our job is to help you overcome some of that fear knowledge is really the key to getting rid of that feeling of oh i'm scared of leaving my community and leaving my home where i'm this is safe this is kind of a safe zone but getting on board a cruise or visiting a different destination is scary so i urge everyone to you don't have to decide right away, but start to really think about the fact that you can still do it. And it, our job is to give the information and to make sure that it is most accessible and it meets your needs. Well, that says it all. And on that note, we're going to wrap up this episode of Exploring Different Brains. And uh, before I let you leave, I know I'm getting a little bit obnoxious with this, but I want to make sure that our viewers and listeners and readers can get a hold of you. So I want you to repeat all the different ways they can get a hold of you. So they can give me a call. Our toll-free number is 1-888-993-9295. I have a new website, actually, that will be launched in a day or two, and that's Travel for All, and it's the word for F-O-R, travelforall.ca. You can also email us at info at travelforall.ca. And uh, we'd love to help you with whatever that you need. Well... Tarita, it's been uh, wonderful, wonderful speaking with you. You as well, Haki. And I hope that you'll uh, blog with us and you'll stay in touch and do interviews in the future. And uh, we want to keep in touch with you because you're doing just great, great stuff. And thank you. Uh, I want to thank you very much. 
Thank you so much for having me. It's been an absolute pleasure. And uh, I know that there's lots of great things that we can do. And let's uh, join hands and uh, make the world a little bit more inclusive. We've been speaking with the amazing Tarita Davenock with Travel for All. For more information, visit us at differentbrains.com.